Welcome to Waking Up with Melissa, a podcast that takes a deep dive into personal development, spirituality, and how to grow your online business. I'm your host, Melissa Ruiz, a spiritual and mindset business coach for all conscious healers out there. Stay tuned every week while I share insight on how to balance your business and also stay in alignment with your higher self. I truly feel that we all uniquely possess all the things we are seeking if we simply allow ourselves to surrender, to be present, and to take action in our lives. Of waking up with Melissa. Today is a solo podcast all about self development. So I'm going to talk to you and give you my three tips on how to move through massive shifts and resistance. And before I give you my three tips, because I'm literally going to tell you every single thing that I've done in the past three and a half years to get to where I am now, which is more aligned and closer to my higher self before I was in deep hustle mode and moving really fast, uh, had a lot of nervous energy. Uh, so let's just really define massive shifts, right? So mass- massive shifts can be either internal or external. So let's talk about the external because I feel like that's the one that usually gets our attention the quickest, right? So breakups, relationships, uh, whether it's career, a shift in uh, friendship, all of these things that are super important to us that all of a sudden change, right? A person leaves us or potentially our job changes or our housing situation changes. It can be anything that has to do with somebody really important or things that you identify with and things that feel like they're yours, they belong to you and also make up who you are. This creates a ripple effect, right? Can you imagine? It's like a little kid when you take a toy away from them and they're like screaming, they're like, no, because they associate with that thing. They believe that literally that toy belongs to them and it's a part of them. That sometimes happens to us when we go through massive shifts things happen like that and it's really hard for us to really see the end goal to really see why is this potentially happening so these are massive shifts right and i'm going to give you a lot of different tools and tips that you can use because i can tell you one thing the one thing that i know for sure is is that they do come up for different reasons they come up to get our attention and it's always a time for change the internal stuff is a little bit different right this feels more like Everything is perfect in your life, potentially, right? Not everybody has a perfect life, but you know what I mean? Like nothing is really roughing the waters, but for whatever reason, you still can't be happy or you still don't feel happy or you still feel like you're an overachiever or you still feel like there's something more. Have you ever felt that? Because that is also a massive shift. What happens is, is that our internal world starts shifting and changing. And because of that, our perspective starts changing. Our perspective about life, friends, everybody around us. And I can definitely tell you that I've been through this to the point where I was like, oh my God, are my friends still going to be the, the same friends? Like, I literally was going through massive, massive changes, both exterior and internal, and it really forced me to go inward and do the deep healing work that I needed that I didn't even know I needed. You know, that's usually what happens, right? So let's get into the three top tips. So tip number one, sounds simple, but very difficult to execute, potentially for some people, time. So give yourself time and space 
alone, right? This doesn't mean that you have to lock yourself up in the room. Like, I'm not saying that. I'm saying give yourself some time to have solitude. So for me, when I was going through massive, massive changes, both in my outer and inner world, I took an entire year off, right? Like I literally like checked out and I was like, I'm gonna do all the self care, right? So I went traveling, I spent a lot of time by myself, I spent a lot of time journaling, and I really just started moving from this space of, I'm going to really serve myself and really get to figure out what my internal scope and world is looking like before I get distracted by other people because that's what happens right like we go out with our friends we go out to eat like you get so involved with other people's drama and it's sometimes a cover-up to what is actually happening and that's actually how and why i gave up alcohol three and a half years ago um i really wanted to get clear i wanted to get laser focused and my goal was to move through this massive shift so i literally decided that for me i wasn't going to indulge in any substances at all because i just wanted to get that hyper clear and aware of what is going on have you ever felt like that like where so many things are happening and so many things are changing and you're just like wait hold on like what is going on here like i just need a minute that's exactly how i felt so instead of giving myself a minute i gave myself three and a half years of just like i don't really need this because underneath that and this is not a podcast having anything to do with alcohol um underneath that was I realized that that was just a cover-up for not being able to effectively communicate and connect with others right it really had to do with that so because of that and because I was looking for more connection I simply just let it go only as um, an observation and an experiment so giving yourself time to explore giving yourself time to actually be in solitude be by yourself whether it is a week a month for me in my case it was a year of lots of time by myself i wasn't locked up in my house at all i was definitely going out and i was out in nature and i was doing a lot of the things but i really gave myself that time to spend with myself and this actually leads so beautiful into the next thing which is exploring so the next part was just literally exploring all different parts of me. Again, external and internal. External was I started exploring things that I had never ever done before. I literally wrote a really long list of all the places I wanted to go to, of all the things that I wanted to do, of uh, the places I wanted to travel to, things that I wanted to try. I literally started to explore all of it. I was such a picky eater, so I decided to like expand my my palate and start eating things that I normally wouldn't eat. I started putting myself in really uncomfortable situations. And um, it really taught me a lot, again, about myself. It allowed me time and it allowed me space to really start figuring out who I was. Because a lot of the shifts that we have, again, really come to bring, bring all of our awareness to what is going on with you right now. Like, it literally is like throwing you a grenade. It's throwing you like something that's going to disrupt your world and shake it up a little bit. So that way you can be like, oh, wait, like you're opening your eyes, looking around like, what just happened right so when that happens source god universe whatever you may call it is getting your attention right something needs your attention whether it's in you whether it's in another person but something and i'll actually take that back right because it's never in something else and it's never in somebody else 
It feels like that. It feels like, well, this person did this, and if this person didn't do that, then I wouldn't feel like this. But the more I actually explored, the more awareness and the more wisdom that I got that it all really comes from our internal world, that whatever is actually happening outside of us is also equally happening inside of us, and that the outside is just a projection of that. So take a scope of your world and really take the temperature and see like, are you receiving more good things and more or more bad things, right? And if you're receiving more good things, that's great. Stay in high vibes, continue to do whatever it is that you're doing that allows you to be in that space. And if you continue to keep receiving things that potentially you don't want, ask yourself, what is the lesson in here? What, you know, what is your part? These are questions that I love to ask myself. Like, what is my part? What did I do? And not blaming yourself, right? Like, you're not like, oh my God, I should have not done this. No, you're not doing that, right? But taking ownership of who you are, what you brought to the table, what you did not bring to the table also helps relieve stress and takes the ownership off of other people, right? Like it allows us to say, oh, okay, I see that that could have been different. I see my part. I see this other person's part. And it allows you for the next part, which is step three, it allows you for forgiveness, It allows space for compassion. These are two things that are so important when it comes to moving through massive shifts and resistance. See, a lot of people do the the first two. I think that's like a typical like breakup, massive shift. Like a lot of people start like exploring, going out, calling old friends, and that's fine. The real lesson here is in having compassion for yourself of not knowing. Right. So having compassion for yourself for not knowing whatever the thing is, whatever is causing you pain, whatever it whatever it is that you keep telling yourself that tape in your head that you keep replaying that says you should have known there was a sign um, you could have prevented this. How is I so dumb? How is I like all those things? Right. Show up with the compassion that you would for a child, for somebody that's hurting, for somebody that needs you, but do that to yourself. Show yourself that same compassion. Oftentimes, we're so mean to ourselves, right? That's why I love yoga. There's a pose where where before we end our yoga class, I, I ask my students, you know, lay, lay, lay on your flat, lay flat. I ask my students, lay flat on their mat, bring their knees to the chest and hug themselves and give themselves the biggest hug that they can, right? I love that. I, and I always say that in every single class because, you know, sometimes we're, we can be so cruel to ourselves. So hold space for compassion. The next part from compassion is forgiveness. You can't actually forgive somebody if you don't care or you don't have compassion for yourself or other people. Again, if you want to change something in your outer world, really start looking at yourself and asking yourself, do I hold compassion for myself and do I forgive myself easily like do you do that because if you do it'll be easier for you to do that for somebody else but if you don't it's going to be more difficult so thus everything always comes back to us right when you do the internal work all of the stuff outside of you changes it sounds really simple but here's the thing When you do the work and you show up and you start changing all the stuff inside of you that you want to authentically change or start reaching for higher vibrating vibes, everything in your outer world will start matching that. And that's exactly what happened to me. I moved from hustle mode of, 
you know, doing things quick, not paying attention, being a TV producer, being super busy, and then moving into alignment. And there was a lot of things that happened in between, but the biggest thing that I was able to do was to just show up feel compassion for myself and forgive myself for all the things that I thought were potentially my fault, that I could have done better. All of those things are so freaking healing. If you can do it for yourself, you can do it in others. And that's honestly why I love uh, coaching and I love being you know, serving my clients because once you do that internal work, then you can help others. You can move from that space because you've walked them out in their shoes. And I've walked them out in your shoes. Like if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, oh my God, Melissa, I am going through so much crap. I can't handle it. I have anxiety. I can't sleep. You know, does this all sound familiar? You know, I keep replaying the same story. This is my offering to you queen, king, whoever's hearing this. Give yourself time. Give yourself time to just be. We live in a society where everything is metrics, where everything is an achievement, where you do something for a reason. See if you can allow yourself time and not give yourself a reason. Allow yourself to just say, you know what? I'm going to spend time with myself and I'm going to figure this out, right? Allow yourself time to just be with yourself in solitude. Two, explore more. Really start getting yourself out there and start figuring out what are some of the things that potentially if you want to tap into the spiritual realm of what is this new person or this new emerging uh, vibe that's coming from you and elevating, what, is, what does it need, right? What is it being called to? What are some of the things that you potentially could explore that's going to enhance that feeling? And three, forgiveness. Again, forgiveness and compassion. Those two things go together. If you can do it for yourself, you can do it for somebody else. A couple of good questions that I found myself continuously asking in this space. So now that you went through the three tips, now that you know exactly what massive shifts and resistance feels like, you know, resistance feels like it's the thing that you know you need to be doing, but you're not doing. Like, give me an amen and let me know if you know what, I, what I'm saying. Because a lot of times, if we get really nice and quiet and we ask ourselves, our higher self, and you put your hand over your heart, and you really start connecting with that inner child yourself, you know the answer. You know the things that you should be doing. You know that you should be moving. You know that you should be leaving that job. You know that you should be leaving this person. You know that you shouldn't be entertaining this kind of behavior. But it's sometimes attached and mixed in with our ego. And that is the confusion. It's like, what do I listen to? Like, my heart's telling me to do this, but my mind's telling me to do that. I always say, follow your heart, right? Like, your gut and your heart, the thing that's twisting your insides, that is signaling to you that you need to potentially change. It's also signaling to you what you exactly need to do. In fact, so much so that for this entire year that I stood in lots of solitude, lots of traveling, lots of time uh, with me, I didn't listen to anybody. Like, in fact, I just, I never asked anybody's opinion. Because if you start to realize that as you ask people for opinions, it only gets you confused. You're like, wait, what? Because people's opinions are also projections of their own internal world. Think about it like this. Like, 
we're all playing a part in our own little sitcom in our own little movie so whatever that person is going through that's the opinion they're going to give you if they feel like they've never reached that height or they can't understand you they may not be able to give you the advice that you're looking for or it can be somebody else that really entertains wounded feelings like who has that friend that you know that you can call them and tell them you know anything about somebody that you hate and they're just gonna egg you on right like you know that you're not going to get the best advice from this person. They're just going to egg you on and say, yeah, that person sucks. And again, what is that going to do for you? So for me, I really found that being in, you know, having time and having solitude and not listening to anybody and just really getting clear and strengthening my own intuition gave me the best upper hand to navigate my own life. Because you know what? Nobody knows what you should be doing but you, not even me. Like, you don't have to listen to me. I'm telling you my experience and the things that I've gone through, but they may be different for you. So explore, forgive, compassion, have time. Really interrupting this podcast to announce my free five-day yoga and mindfulness challenge to get unstuck and de-stress. This yoga challenge starts October 21st. It's for five days straight, and I'll be sending you a quick 10-minute yoga practice straight to your inbox so no need to show up anywhere this is a challenge where you can do it straight from the comfort of your own home online my goal here is is that you learn the skills to lower your stress that you find more alignment in your life and that you become more present because you're going to walk away with all the mindfulness hacks that you need that's going to have you feeling back in harmony with your body your mind and your higher self so Go to at TV Yogi, that's T-V-Y-O-G. Click the link on the bio to register. It's completely free. Do it with a friend, tag a friend, and I hope to see you there. All right, now back to this episode. Some of the questions that I loved to ask myself in this space was, who am I? That was really powerful for me. I don't think I've ever asked myself that. And I challenge you, whoever's listening, to ask yourself and write this down if you can. Who are you? And what does that mean beyond just your name and your race and like, who are you? Who are you here as a vessel, as a body, as a family? What's your mission? What is your purpose, right? What is your purpose? Can be your higher calling, can be work, can be what is your mission and what is your purpose? And the last question is, what can I be learning from this experience? If you're going through massive shifts, I just gave you the three tips, right? But the the thing that is even more important than doing these three things and more powerful is simply asking yourself, what can I be learning from this experience? What is this trying to tell me, right? Almost like a person, like, what is this trying? What does this mean? What is, what is this trying to tell me, right? Really start analyzing that. Because the more you can look at it like that as an objective and not something that, oh my God, this is being done to me, like this sucks, you will actually start to gain that awareness and knowledge of almost trying to fit the pieces of the puzzle together and start telling yourself like, you know what? This is actually a good learning lesson for me. I always do this and here's just another situation where I'm doing it again. That's a learning, that's like a learning opportunity right there for you to just be aware. Again, have compassion, have forgiveness for yourself. There's nothing that you need to beat yourself up on. In fact, you should be doing the opposite always, forgiving yourself and others, no matter what. 
And I know that sounds kind of crazy, right? Like, no matter what, what do you mean? Like, this person hurt me or they did this, they did that. And it's like, yes, but we can only love others as much as we love ourselves and we can only forgive others as much as we forgive ourselves and that's so true and the more i forgave myself for a lot of things the more it was so easy for me to be like oh i see what you just did oh, i didn't really like that i think that was messed up not cool fine i'm gonna extend my hand and just keep you right here but i just offered so much forgiveness because you start to understand that everybody's going through their own journey that everybody's on their own path of healing, that everybody's on their own, they're doing their own thing and they're trying to all figure it out. Nobody's purposely doing anything to you. And if they are, that's a reflection of who they are and their internal world and the battles and the wounds that they have to break, their own karmic circles, their own things. And it has nothing to do with you. You were just a person that was either in the way, potentially an important person, hopefully an important person, but there were all things that needed to happen for their evolution and for your own. So start thinking about that. How can you learn from this experience and how can you move on and evolve? I am queen of moving on and evolving. I went through lots of massive shifts in love, in business, in housing and everything. I literally changed so dramatically, moved from a 2,400 square foot home to a 480 square foot home. Like I did so many things. Um, and it was be it was because I was really being called to notice that there was things that needed to change and not in anybody else, but that needed to change in me. And because I decided to make those changes, all the other things just started falling into place very, very fast. So if you're looking for relief, if you're looking to lower your stress, you can do all the yoga in the world. You can bathe in all the oils you find. You can listen to all the podcasts like this one. Watch, you know, all the self-help books, whether it's on a real book or on TV or YouTube. But if you don't do the actual inner work, and you don't let go of that inner story, that inner critic, and you don't forgive yourself, the same thing is going to continue to happen, right? So it's not just about, hey, I'm doing X, Y, and Z to self-care. And let's get into that. Because a lot of people talk about self-care. A lot of people are like, hashtag self-care. Um, you know, uh, ha- they say uh, soul sun- hashtag soul Sundays or, you know, all this stuff. And it's like, you shouldn't first of all, only be doing it on Sunday. Self-care is a huge thing that's really, um, I don't want to say played out, but so many people use it. It's like, what does this even mean, right? Self-care can mean so many things. Yes, it's the exterior things of potentially going to the spa or getting a mani, a pedi, putting on a mask on a Sunday, watching a good movie, not working. But self-care is also being able to say no to people. Self-care is also the ability to stop the behavior before it comes and say, no, I'm not inviting this energy like I'm good. You know, self-care is being able to listen to your inter-intuition. Self-care is also being able to listen to that inner guide and looking at a situation and saying, no, thank you, or I can't go to this, or this doesn't resonate with me anymore. Like, I'm just not going to do this. That is also self-care. That's the most important self-care is listening to what you want to do and what feeds your soul, not what makes your face look pretty. Like that is important as well, but it's not just that. It's a combination of all that. So my goal here and my, my purpose is that you get 
fulfillment in listening to this podcast, that you get the tips that you need, that you start moving out of hustle mode and into more of alignment, whether it's in your business, whether it's in personal work, whatever it is, bring your awareness to all the things that are actually happening right now, all the shifts and just start moving forward and towards them, especially if you're in a business. If you're in a business right now, as your business goes up and down and up and down, as it usually does, or whether you're trying to launch a business and you're really confused about your vision and you don't know what you should do, um, really taking time for yourself is going to be helpful, but also moving through the resistance. The most, I'm gonna leave you with the most impactful thing that you need to know about this episode is that the thing that people do the most that they shouldn't in my opinion is is that when they're met with resistance and when they're met with the soul needs to grow it needs to push through this thing they retreat and then that's the worst thing you can do what's the point like what is the point of seeing the resistance and then saying oh i don't want to grow that's the way I see it. Every time something happens where it pings me in my stomach and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this or like, this is scary. I start asking myself that exact question. Okay, the resistance is coming from me being scared. Okay, so that's fine because if I'm scared of something, it's just because it's new. And if it's new, it's because I've never done it before. And if I've never done it before, I've never experienced it. So my body is just perceiving something new and that's okay. That's resistance, but that's fine. I'll push through the resistance because on the other side of that, it is something better, right? Or if the resistance comes up and it's so painful that I'm like, I don't want to do this. This is debilitating me. Like I'm kicking and screaming. I should be showing up more online or, you know, connecting with my clients or connecting with more people. And I can't, or I don't, I ask myself, okay, what, what is the resistance? What's coming up for me? oh, it's that story that I keep telling myself that I'm not good enough. Or, oh, it's that story that I keep telling myself there's too many people out in the market. Whatever it is, it's whatever story that you keep telling yourself. And either way, you win, right? So resistance and intuition also go hand in hand. And I love talking about these two things and we'll end it right here is there's resistance to all the new things that happen, but there's also your inner guide and your intuition, right? Your intuition is right underneath the belly button. And that intuition for me always feels like butterflies. It always feels like a zap of energy. And it always alerts me that what I'm thinking is the truth. It feels like a zap of energy and that zap of energy always pings me to, okay, Melissa, what you just thought, what just came up for you, that first intuitive feeling, that's your gut. That's where you need to move from. That is where you need to go. That is the next step, right? So that's the intuitive part. Intuition is that part that we all have. We're all blessed with intuition, right? And it's that thing that you know that you should be doing. Or when you have a conversation with somebody and they say something and right away intuitive, you're like, yeah, I should be doing that. Like, I want to do that as well. Whatever that that thing, that's your intuition. Resistance is something different, right? Resistance is the thing that's coming up that's blocking you from getting to the thing. So just know the two, right? Because I oftentimes, especially in business, get a lot of soul entrepreneurs that get this really mixed up and they're like, oh, I'm having resistance. That's mean, that means I shouldn't do this. It's not, it's not in my higher calling. Like I'm intuitively not feeling it. And it's like, wait, those are two different things, two different topics. Are you having resistance over the situation or are you using your 
intuitive inner guide to cover up the resistance. Those are two different things, right? Just notice and bring your awareness to both and figure out where is this coming from and just explore, right? Just explore and see what that feels like. All right, guys, so I've spent so much time with you guys today on one of my favorite topics. I'm going to be doing more episodes just like this. If you're listening to this now on whatever platform, screenshot this episode if you're listening, tag me, give me your feedback, tell me the topics that you want me to talk about. This podcast is for you guys and led by you guys. So whatever you let me know, I will make sure that I do an episode. And if you write your name and leave me a review, I'll make sure to shout you guys out. All right, love. I can't wait to see you guys in the next episode and tune in. Namaste.